Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com. My name is James, editor at that website. With me, as always, my co-host, Nick Mason. Same couch this week. Yes. Weird. Uncomfortable. <laughs> but in crystal clear stereo. Yes. Or mono. We've got new equipment I'm going to put it in mono. You, yeah. you don't want to listen to a podcast where it's like ear to ear for different people. I heard that I heard that in a podcast a while back. And yeah, it was. they did it accidentally. They put it in stereo uh, and it was super uncomfortable <laughs> to listen to. But yes, we've got new equipment. So this is either going to go really well. Like, it's going to be super crisp audio. Yeah. Or we're going to accidentally delete this episode. And you know what? You know what our backup plan is? We've decided we do nothing, right? Yeah, that's we take right. a week off. If we lose an episode, that's... I don't know what other podcasts do when they have a you know, backup yeah. plan if we lose an episode. Do we do we change topics and, you know, do a short one? No, we're just nah, not going to do it. That's it. We're going to take one off. Canned. Yep. Yeah. Well, Maybe look, forever. We've built up enough good faith, right? Yeah. No, actually, people get pretty bad when it's late. So yeah. <laughs> maybe... Bad faith. <laughs> bad faith. So, it's great to be here. This is going to be great. Yes, definitely. This is a podcast about stuff. It is. Comic talk- book, movie, and viewers. Yep, and and just, you know, movies in general and whatever and whatever we want to talk about. Sometimes local government. We do talk about that. <laughs> no one's interested in that. That's the drop-off, I think. That's, yeah. That's why we don't have any goodwill. Because sometimes we, we get... I tell you Political, what. despite not knowing anything about politics. <laughs> if we lose one, yep. local politics episode. Oh, great. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Straight to the news? Yes. Barely the roughly the news. I never remember which it is. What the it's roughly the called. news. Good. It is this week. Unless, yeah, okay. Rose Byrne. You familiar with her? Yes. Great Australian actor woman. Mm-hmm. So you say. Has she renounced her citizenship yet, as all Australian actors do eventually? I don't think so, <laughs> okay, no. good on her. Yeah. She's great. Mm. I think the first thing I remember seeing her in was in Two Hands. Yes, that's Which true. Which is a very good Australian movie. It's one of the five good Australian movies. So. They're all the good Australian movies are crime movies, I think. Yeah, that's probably true. So Two Hands, uh, what's that other one? Three Hands. Yeah, Three Hands, the sequel. <laughs> um, what's that other crime movie that came out? Animal Kingdom is a good oh, yeah. one. That's yeah, a really good I one. think that's a bit overrated. Yeah, right, fine. Yeah. Anyway. Great. I think it's good performances. Uh-huh. There's some Ben Mendelsohn, who I love. Mm-hmm. But no, I think it's just okay. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. I think it's because it's Australian. People jump on board. Yeah. Anyway. I heard a story about Ben Mendelsohn the other day, but it's yeah. inappropriate for this podcast. I'm going to tell it to you off the air. Please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, anyway, Rose Byrne, who was in uh, X-Men. Oh, yeah, we're talking about news. We were. That sure. was the thing. Yeah. Uh, she was in X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Bridesmaids. She's great in that. Great in Bridesmaids. 
But in X in First Class, she played Moira McTaggart. Oh yes, remember she was like a CIA kind of government person mm-hmm. running and putting together the X Men team. She's going to return in X Men Apocalypse, huh? Which is set roughly twenty years after. Oh, she's going to have some class. big shoulder pads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do yeah. you think they're going to go overboard with the eighties styling? Well, course? there is the rumor that they're putting um, Dazzler in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> As we've discussed on this podcast. I can't remember which episode it is, but there was a cancelled yeah. Dazzler movie. It was movie. the last cancelled comic book movie one that we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, it's, it sounds like an incredible Technicolor nightmare. Yeah. The band Kiss were in it. Yep. And they have superpowers. Robin Williams is in it. Yep. Yeah. So It nearly got off the ground. It was oh, the, the village people were, were yeah, in exactly, it. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they all have powers of their own. Yeah. I'd um, love to get that animated, actually. I might speak to Sean Willis about love it. it. Yeah. Um, so what, what essentially we're saying is we hope that X-Men Apocalypse is that movie. <laughs> that exact film. It's like Parallel Dimensions and... Yeah, yeah. yeah. V-dub, like, horse-drawn V-dub oh, cars that's right, and yeah. stuff. Bizarre. But yeah, what do you think about that? Maura McTaggart back in... Um, Great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm cool. It'll be a nice... That, that'll be the link. That'll yeah. will be the bridge between the two. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the Fantastic Four as well. They've kind of painted themselves in the corner, though, with this time period, which kind of stops them from crossing over the Fantastic Four. That's in, true. in that era, anyway. Mm. So, are they going to do like? Are they going to time travel to the present day at some point? Is there going to be a, a crossover? Well, they, they've talked it because they're in this. Technically, they 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 can be in the same universe, right? Because they're both owned by Fox. Mm. But you know, you oh, know all our favourites. I do know. <laughs> I know how crossover works. Yeah, I notice uh, on your iPad you've got. We well, got ASOS open. I do, but before I'm online shopping, <laughs> never let it be said that I give a hundred percent of attention to anything, including doing this podcast. <laughs> They've rebuilt the site and it's not working properly, and it's upsetting me. It doesn't look great, to be honest. No, I thought it'd be more aesthetically pleasing for a. It's minimalist. Okay. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, you had the joke origin open. I do. So. So spoiler for this, by the way, the new Fifty Two. Yes. That they've redone the Joker origin, or they've alluded to that he might be a certain thing. So if you right. haven't read it and you want to read it, skip forward as many minutes as we talk about this. Yes. You'll know. <laughs> yeah, you'll just you'll... feel it in your heart, okay? Yeah. So just hit that scrub button long. Go okay. Life. So they've decided now, well, Scott Snyder, who's the writer of this. Yes. Zack Snyder's brother. Yes. Probably not. I don't know. <laughs> I would assume so. They've decided that the Joker now has an origin. Yeah. Or they're, they're exploring more of the Joker's origin and that, in the DC universe, there's a character called Vandal Savage, mm-hmm. and he's immortal. Yeah, because he was a he was a sort of a Cro Magnon man, like mm. or like a post Neanderthal kind of man who, well, depending on the version you hear, he either encountered a meteor that had crashed to Earth, and he either was was like stra- a imagine like a man hand like handshaking a meteor. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Place the venture, Mister. <laughs> I'm just a Neanderthal man. I'm, um, so. He, he was either struck by the radiation from the meteor or he inhaled some sort of gases from the meteor and that made him immortal. Those are the two comic book origins for anybody. Yeah, basically. exactly. Inhale some stuff, yeah. radiation. <laughs> or you're a crazy person. That's what, yeah. So, and, and as a result, he's immortal and sort of, he, he lives forever, but... What's uh, living, you know? Yeah, exactly. When you don't have a lot of friends, you know? But he can... He lives forever occasionally like, you know somebody will stab one of his eyes out or something like that or one of his organs will wear out. But because he's been alive for 50,000 years, Mm. he's got literally thousands of descendants. So he can just essentially 
surgically removed. He kidnaps somebody, surgically removes their eye or their okay. liver or whatever, and just has it implanted in him, and he, yeah. and he just takes it on and it works. Okay, so it's very lucky. It is very, and so he his arch nemesis, the immortal man, who's another guy. Yeah, who they met the same meteor. I think they met the same meteor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah, so, they, so they've sort of been battling down through the centuries. Mm. And I think the premise now is they're saying that uh, Ra's al Ghul, also immortal in the DC Universe, who's not... who's not, He's not as as immortal, he's is pretty, he? He's pretty immortal. He's only a couple of thousand... Well, he's, pretty, he's only a couple of thousand years old. And what's, what's a couple of thousand years, mate? Am I right? Nothing. He's a baby. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he, he's kept immortal through the Lazarus Pits. Yeah. And apparently part of the chemistry of the Lazarus Pits comes from that meteor. Yep, so that's, okay. And so now that they've expanded that further and they're saying that the Joker in, also encountered the radiation of the meteor at some point before Gotham was a city. Yeah. So we don't know exactly the time frame, but I would assume he's younger than Ra's al Ghul, yeah. so maybe a couple of hundred, couple hundred years, years or something yeah. like that. So There's some old artworks which apparently are unaltered that he's in. Right. But that's but I think there's a there's a very good chance yep. that this will left be left ambiguous. Yes. As into whether cuz no people don't like a solidified Joker origin. No, I don't like it. I was going like to yeah. say that that the Joker traditionally speaking has never uh, as as far as this goes uh they're alluding to the fact that he is immortal but it only comes into being when he's been like horrifically injured yeah so for example so you can't tell if you test him genetically yeah he just yeah, seems he's... normal but for example in uh, in the 80s there was the death in the family storyline where he yeah. killed the second Robin yeah and then he was ki- seemingly killed in a helicopter crash like a huge fire explosion mm. that nobody could have escaped from but then he came back obviously yeah. and it's implied that's because his this power activated and then he even though this is New 52 yep. it's different exactly but I mean... all that stuff kind of still happened yeah yeah, in yeah. New 52 yeah. um and so, yeah, so traditionally speaking, the Joker doesn't have an origin. Mm. Like, there's, there's a there's lot the, of, a lot is implied. Mm. We must have discussed this before. There's the Red Hood one, Yeah, obviously. it's, um, yeah, like, he, his first appearance in the sort of the 40s, he just started showing up and killing people, yeah. which is sort of quite accurate, the, the Nolan Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, he's taken a lot of cues from a lot of different uh, DC media. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's... He just shows when up. Batman has to get rid of that bomb, just yeah, like exactly. in the 66 <laughs> Just movie. running down piers, just non-stop. Um, and so, you know, he he has no particular origin. Like uh, the, the killing joke, yeah. he, he, it's implied that every time he tells the story of his origin, it's different. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if that's because it's just he does something, he does that to amuse himself or because he doesn't remember where he came yeah. from kind of thing. And also, like the 89 Batman movie it's implied he has a sort of a military origin mm. because, you know, he says, you know, you kill a thousand soldiers, nobody cares, it's all yeah. part of the plan kind of thing. Yeah. And it's, I think it is... Wait, the 89 Batman? Is that a new Oh, no, that, the, in in the 89 Batman, he's he's like a special forces... Oh, really? He's, is he's, that in the novelization or something? No, it's in the movie as well. Really? They, you see his sort of data file, Batman Batman digs it up, he's Jack Napier. Is that before or after the Let's Get Nuts scene? That's after the Let's Get Nuts <laughs> okay, scene, good. I think, yes. But yeah, he's like a... He's he's a sort of a special forces soldier, and he specialised in chemical weapons and things like that, which is yeah. why he can build all the yeah. you know, the smilex, the poison gas, and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think they've he's, Nolan's taken that element as well okay. and sort of built this ambiguous origin. But yeah, so Joker in the comic books, especially, has always had this very ambiguous origin, and I think that's part of the appeal. Yeah. Like if you take say Marvel's Wolverine, mm. he's always he always had quite an ambiguous origin, and that's 
that's how he maintained, I think, his popularity. Because yeah. he was kind of this cool character you could imagine whatever. It's like that mysterious kid at school who comes. You're like, where's this guy where's from? This, where'd he get that cool leather jacket? Yeah. Oh, he's like, from... oh, he's from the suburb over. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, like, but then when we when it's re- when Wolverine's origin is eventually revealed, yeah. it's kind of... It's, it's kind of... It's fine. Whatever yeah, you like built, it, yeah, yeah, it's fine, but whatever you built up in your head yeah. is better than that. Yeah. Because your brain just goes, oh, fills in the blank, you must have had this amazing backstory kind of thing. It was probably... It was about 15 years and we didn't know Wolverine's origin. Or was it a bit longer than that? Well, his first appearance was in the Hulk, which was in the 60s. Yeah. I sort of been longer than that. Yeah, and then... But they didn't really start to get into his origin until much later than that. They didn't really... We didn't really get to his origin until maybe the 90s when he got, like, a proper solo series. Yeah. And we saw bits and pieces. We we knew he was part of... um, An experiment. Experiment. We knew knew in the 80s that he was part of Weapon X. And then in the 90s, we discovered that Weapon X had, like, a special forces team and he was on that and Sabretooth and a couple of other team members. Yeah. And that, you know... The guy from, um... The Will I Am guy from Black Yeah, exactly. Kestrel. (laughs) Thank you, Kestrel. Uh, And... But all we learned from that is that he had a lot of fake memories built over his real uh, memory. Yeah, so we yeah. did, even even though we knew that he had that memory wipe, memory alteration, we didn't actually know his origin. Yeah. And it took until, was it was the series just called Origin, I think maybe? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a relatively recent one, like yeah. maybe 2008. And maybe. then we yeah. discovered that he's James Howlett from, yeah. from Canada and he's a little, he's a little Lord Fauntleroy, <laughs> fancy, sickly lad, and he runs off into the forest. La la la. And that's what they did in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the Joker. Yeah. The Joker. So now, in I, that scene, you, in that panel that you had open, you see the Joker swimming underwater. Yeah. Do you reckon there's any implication there that he can breathe underwater? Or do you I think that's not. just a... I absolutely... No, I... Because it didn't occur to me until just then when, I was, when I'm looking at it, because no, I read I that think, the other day. I think that's just a terrifying visual. That really is a terrifying is. visual. Like, imagine you were underwater. No, I think that's just somebody... Somebody is swimming and they get caught in a rip. Yeah. And they're trying to escape, and then you see the like you wouldn't want them to see the Joker swimming. That's at you. worse than a little, shark. It's much worse than a shark. Look at his little cap. It's weird. Anyway, I think my hope is that they keep it very ambiguous. Yeah. Like maybe you see him near a meteor. <laughs> he's in a meteor appreciation yeah, society. He's eating meeting. dinner off a meteor. He's eating dinner off a glowing meteor. <laughs> exactly, but because we don't, yeah. Or I mean, you could maybe. Because there are pictures of like a Joker-esque character from, you know, a hundred years ago. Yeah. Maybe you could say that he was inspired by that or sure, something like yeah. that. Like, I, it, there's there's a lot of ways to make it vague. Yeah. I do like the idea of like, maybe there's kind of a supernatural element to this. But if you if you put it out there and say it, I think it kind of ruins the magic of the Joker. It does. It does. Absolutely. The murderous, murderous <laughs> magic. Well, he... Because th- they, they redid the, the Red Hood gang for the new 52. Right, okay. And it was, again, left ambiguous as to whether the lead of the Red Hood gang was the Joker. It was like, it could have been, it, it right, might not right. have been. So I think this is the way it's going to uh-huh. go. Yeah. That will, you know, we'll find out in the next issue or the next mm. couple issues. Anyway, but yeah, have you read that entire run? I'm, I'm not up to date. Yeah, you should totally. I will. Or don't, whatever. <laughs> Just do it. Oh, I will. Okay. Don't tell me what to do you or s- don't do. <laughs> Wait, which side am I on? I don't know. I'll do it. <laughs> Close this. Tab. Do whatever I'm it going, was. Yeah. I'm going back to ASOS. Hasn't this loaded yet? God damn it! I've got good internet here as well. That should be fine. It's the, they've rebuilt the site anyway. Yeah, it's not finished ASOS. yet. Anyway, 
You know how they're making that new Terminator movie? Yes. They're apparently going to do some, uh, add some additional scenes to the T-800 fight. Oh, yes. Where old Arnold Schwarzenegger fights young Arnold Schwarzenegger. In the 80s. In the 80s. Mm -hmm. They're going to redo that, but they're not going to reshoot it. They're going to use CGI and, and make it more brutal. Great. I guess... See, you can make a CGI fight look okay now as well. And one of them has to be CGI anyway. Yes. Or partially because mm. one of them's young Arnold um, Terminator man. Or or you see them like run at each other. Mm. There's a bit of grappling and then they get flung into a hat store and they both decide to put on really big broad brimmed hats. <laughs> and then it doesn't matter who's under those hats. It does Just not. two big guys. It doesn't matter. <laughs> So yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Because mm. I think people, I think after the trailer and how people responded to that, they probably thought, well, maybe this won't measure up to what people think yes. that it's going to be. Because I think that's probably the scene that people are most excited Absolutely, about. Absolutely, yeah. Like there's a bit where he barrels through the helicopter, but that to me pales in comparison to, to that. Yeah. I want to see that fight and I want to see him interact with the punks. Yes, <laughs> That's what I want. Yeah. Those are the two You want to see if his, his modern day conservative values come through. <laughs> You know? Well, yeah, yeah. Like he pins one down and gives him a haircut. Is that what you're saying? Definitely, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, you know Star Wars is still happening, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be weird if they just cancelled all of a sudden. How amazing. I mean, I really want to see that. I would be upset. Yep. But that would be pretty great. Mm, definitely. <laughs> Apparently there's going to be huts in the new Star Wars. So As in Jabba the Huts. Well, yeah, not him. <laughs> but yeah. No, yeah. Others. Okay, sure. Other huts. Great. So, and they're, they're using puppetry, which is wise. Yes. Are definitely. you are you for or against the Jabba the Hutt scene being added to A New Hope? Ah, uh, the one where he where Han Solo has yeah. a conversation with him with a big CGI. <laughs> I'm against it. I think. Yeah. And there's also the because they had to add like little bits of personality to it. I'm yeah. doing air quotes personality. Yes. Where doesn't somebody walk? This on new his microphone picks up air quotes. Great. So you don't even need to Fantastic. say that. Yeah. People are like, oh, air, air quotes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's making the jack off motion. Great. Um. Yeah, isn't there a bit where like somebody stands on his tail and he's like, Whoa. yeah, because yeah. the, the the problem with the shot was they used an actor, they put in an actor, yep. who the, who they were who the, who they were then going to replace, who kind of looks like a hobbit, yes, if you've seen that, <laughs> who uh, they were going to replace with like a stop motion kind of furry kind of, yep puppeteer kind uh -huh. of dude and they ran out of time and money and they didn't include it for whatever reason but the problem with the scene was there's a bit where Han Solo circles back around him right and if he's Jabba the Hutt, the tail's in the way, so he sure, can't yeah. do it. So uh -huh. they made it so he steps on the tail. Right, right, right. Which doesn't really fit in with Return of the Jedi. Like, he would never step on that Right, guy. exactly. Like, he would... And he doesn't... Like, he looks... It's really jarring how different he looks. Mm. And I think... They shouldn't have put the scene in for one because it spoils the Jabba the Hutt reveal. I don't think you care at all what my opinion is on this scene. I think you just wanted to say what your <laughs> opinion was on this scene. Okay, you're probably right. Wow. Did you say did I did you say everything you wanted to say? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. No, see I I think I would say that the reveal of what Jabba the Hutt is is much better. Yeah. Like in Return of the Jedi. Because they mentioned him a couple of times. Like. Yeah. It's like that fake scene from Return of the Jedi where Luke, Luke Skywalker builds the lightsaber mm. in a cave. It's, mm. It ruins the surprise. Mm. That he has a lightsaber. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That he didn't come in. That he, he didn't come in unarmed as a Jedi. Or he yeah. didn't turn up with a tennis racket or something. Yeah. 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 But not only that, if they if if they or he didn't turn up and then he's like, oh, I forgot to build a lightsaber. <laughs> oh. That's me making a gosh darn it motion. They know. Yeah, I know. You know <laughs> they can no. hear it. Yeah. But yeah, I think also if they insisted on putting it in, yep. You you make you put a puppet over it. You film a puppet on yep. green screen and you slot it in. Uh -huh. Anyway, that's 
What do we know about filmmaking, Mason? Heaps. We're just a couple of guys sitting weirdly on a couch together. <laughs> J.K. Simmons was asked... Oh, here we go, yep. ...whether he would ever play J. Jonah Jameson again. And he said he, in a heartbeat or something He did like say that? in a heartbeat, but he also said, I, I just heard that we... That that's a possibility. Mm. I don't care whether they reboot it or they if they end up doing the Tobey Maguire universe again, which they won't. No, absolutely. Or if not. they continue the Andrew Garfield or whatever, put him back in it. Definitely. It doesn't matter. He translates in whatever version you want to <laughs> do. Put him back in it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yes. Yeah. Good. I think. Yeah, we've said before. It's probably the best piece of comic book casting. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, the Joker's great, and you love Val Kilmer as Batman. Yeah, I mean, the Joker. Heath Ledger as the Joker is great. Mm. I, I see that swipe at me for Val Kilmer. <laughs> the Joker is great, but that's a whole new take. Yeah, like it's not accurate. No, it's it's thematically accurate, I guess, but it doesn't look anything like him, or you know. Yeah. But Simmons nailed it. Yeah. yeah. Dead on. Mm-hmm. Ghostbusters three has been cast. Oh, the yes. all-female reboot. Yeah. I mean, we knew this was happening. Yeah. Yeah. People still don't like it very Boy, much. Boy, they're upset. People are upset. <laughs> We've t- was spoken about before how we don't care that it's being rebooted or whatever. Yeah. It's a, it was a dead franchise. Yeah. There's, I mean, in, some, in certain cases, literally dead. Yes. Like, I know, too much. Yes. <laughs> uh, but look, we had at least one quarter of the cast isn't alive anymore. Yes. One quarter of the cast has no interest in being in it. That's Bill Murray. Yes. The other one one quarter of the cast is probably too busy selling his crystal head vodka. And he might be crazy. Oh, he's definitely crazy. <laughs> yeah. And um That's Bill Murray. Yeah, Not Bill this, Murray, sorry, but that's um Dan Aykroyd. That's Dan Aykroyd. And Henry um, Hudson's like, whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably do it. Do it. Why yeah, not? Yeah. yeah. Be fun. But yeah, no, and You can't have an Ernie Hudson Dan Aykroyd Ghostbuster movie. Absolutely not. Yeah. Unless it's just them Remember in the start of Ghostbusters 2 mm. when they're down and out and they're just doing children's birthday parties <laughs> together? So maybe just an hour of that. Sure. Um, but, yeah, that, that franchise was done. Yeah. If you want to watch it, it's still there. Yep. Do you, do you like 2? Um, I think I saw 2 first. Oh, okay. So I'm okay with it. Yeah, yeah. But I know a lot of people hate it. It's not... It's like I haven't read... I've watched Ghostbusters a lot of times in my life. Yeah. Ghostbusters 2, not so much. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine and people are good in it, but... There's it's a lot a of rehashing. It's a bit scary, it's a isn't bit, it? There's scary ghosts in it. There's ghosts. It's a bit of the, in the weird, slimy water. Ooh, yeah. Dangerous. Gross. And they tried to, like, you know, they needed a big finish with a big yeah, kind of thing. thing. So it, was, it became the Statue of Liberty yeah. kind of thing. Controlled with the Nintendo controller. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's fine, but yeah. I found that Vigo guy really terrifying as a kid. Yeah, yeah, Like, definitely. he's quite scary. Mm. What's the, who's the villain in the end of the first one? What's his name again? Stay Puft Marshmallow, man. No, not that. The, the person. Zool. Zool, yeah. So do you think... Zool. Scary? I think Vigo's scarier than Zool. Yes, you're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. The, the Carpathian, right? Correct. Carpathian. Yeah. Um, so anyway, internet's mad again, of course. Um, oh, yeah, the cast, though. Yeah. Uh, also, could, do you wanna... women had childhoods, too. <laughs> You know, they're allowed to enjoy Ghostbusters and then a new Ghostbusters. It's fine. Sure. Yeah. Kristen Wiig. Nothing's ruining your childhood. She's great. She's great. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Also great. People are very on the fence with her. Like, I'm sick of her. I'm sick of her. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. Correct. Yeah. Um, uh, Leslie Jones, who I'm not that familiar with. Neither am I. And uh, Kate uh, McKinnon. Who's on SNL. Yeah. I think uh, Leslie Jones is as well. I think. Um, So, yeah, whatever. I don't care. It's good. If it's bad, then people will be happy. If it's good, people will be happy. So, no, every... people will be unhappy. People will constantly be unhappy forever until the end of time. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. 
I didn't even think of that. Look, it's Paul Feig. I like Paul Feig. He's done great stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's good, isn't he? Yeah. What is it? What's he done? Bridesmaids. Yep, The Heat. The Heat. Um, Maybe um, another thing. He probably, he probably did at least another movie. It's probably fielded a lot of questions about all female Ghostbusters. I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. He probably yeah gets attacked on Twitter a lot. So do we know if there's going to be at this point? Have they nailed down any cameos from? I believe they've talked about putting Bill Murray in as like a sceptical guy who's against ghosts. Oh or yeah, sceptical so, ghost man. Yeah, right. but I tell you this: what if he's a, a sceptical guy about ghosts who is himself a ghost? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. we got to ring that number. You know the Bill Murray number. Is a Bill Murray number? Yeah, because Bill Murray doesn't have an agent anymore. Yeah. So you've got, you've got to ring a New York number and you leave a voicemail. And if he's interested in the project, he will got, he will get back to you. Is that real? That's how he, Yeah, that's how he gets jobs now. Can anybody ring that number? I think you'd have to have it. I don't think it's publicly available. I think you have to. If someone has that number, we want it. We want it. We will pitch. He will be interested in a role <laughs> in the new Ghostbusters <laughs> as a man who is sceptical of ghosts, but he's himself a ghost. <laughs> And then we get writer's credit. That's right. Yeah. So we're basically trying to get ourselves a job in this movie. I think so, yeah. We're going to shoot one away in, yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If we turn up with Murray, yeah. Oh, yeah, give job. us a job. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. David Tennant is entering the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Doctor Who. No. What? Did you say David Tennant? Yes. Did you say David Kent? And I'm like, oh. It's David Kent. Like, exactly. I panicked. <laughs> I'm like, that's a guy. Is that a character? That I, is it an actor? I don't know. I'm worried. <laughs> You could you could you could feel my worry on the new on the new podcast. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, David Tennant is entering. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be in Jessica Jones. He's going to oh, be yes. he's going to be the Purple Man. Ah, oh, okay. He can yeah. play creepy. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, what if he was going to be Power Man? Luke Cage, Hero for Hire. That would have been great. What a twist! <laughs> what a twist! Truly, yeah. we live in a post-race society. <laughs> the um. Purple Man's a good character, mm. not a ma- not a massive character, but him yeah. he's obviously got ties to Jessica Jones because yeah. he's brainwashed her and yeah. all sorts of bad stuff. He's yeah. a bad dude, and we get to see him being beaten up, probably. Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So that'll please non-fans of David Tennant, so everybody wins. That's right. I don't think there's such a thing, Mason. He's so charming. He's very charming. Do you like his broad American accent? It's very broad. I, I can't think I've do seen it. him do a bro- Is he? He's in the American remake of Broadchurch. He is, yeah. He's in both versions. Is yeah. it basically exactly the same? I, I don't, as far as I know it is. I've heard it's good, though. Mm-hmm. Actually, someone emailed this week and said it's good. can't okay. remember. But yeah, I've been meaning to watch that, but I haven't. I watched The Fall this week, though. So oh, yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Didn't end that well. Anyway, doesn't matter. Spoiler alert. Oh, by the way, <laughs> we finished talking about the Joker's origin. <laughs> I just remembered. We stopped talking about that so yeah. you can listen again now. Definitely. switched off. Yeah. So yeah, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe expands. I'll, I'll, I'm surprised though they didn't give him a movie role, but I guess he's not. He's not that big a actor. No, he's is not. He? He like he's popular, but I wouldn't. He's not that well known. Yeah, he was in Fright Night. Yeah, I guess he was in Harry Potter Four. Oh, but he was not in it a lot because right. the, he was playing Brendan Gleeson played the guy that he was pretending to be. And oh, then he switched okay, back yeah. at the end. Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah. Maybe this is the point. Come back in if you Come don't want to. Come back now. Come yeah. back now. Great. Back in. Yeah, but great. Whatever. Hmm. You remember um, last week we talked about how Ezra Miller found out he was going to be the Flash? Oh, he was in some sort of South American yeah, country like just chilling eat, with the natives? Eating a fish off a leaf or something. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Whatever he was doing. Yeah. Um, well, they found out just more... Just participating <laughs> in some tribal culture down there, just part in a little little ceremony. Basically. As being, as being invited to be part of the tribe. Basically, the story was last week that he was talking about how he found out he was the Flash, and he put in all this extra detail about he was just really off the grid, you know, off the grid yeah. doing exotic stuff, and then <laughs> then he got a phone call oh, from, from the director. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, actually, I've got some more details on that moment. Oh, great, great. <laughs> so, first of all, is it was on. This is a 
This is his words. He was at a remote landlocked town in the middle of Costa Rica when Ooh. his phone rang. That's interesting, there you right? Go, yeah. Hang on. I got this call and I'm thinking, this is really weird, he explained, because he was completely unaware at the time that they even had cell phone reception in Costa Rica. What an asshole. <laughs> Turns out the call was from his agent who was on the other line with someone who needed to speak with Miller about the flash. So his agent was like, you know, it's oh, yeah. bloody Zack Snyder. Oh, yeah, great. yeah, There's a lot of great detail in that story, yeah. isn't there? What I enjoy about this is somebody has asked for more detail. <laughs> or maybe no one's asked for more <laughs> yeah, detail. Yeah, well, that's right. And he's just... I remember I had that story about... Like, maybe he felt he didn't get enough attention from the first version of the story. So now, so now he's just in bars, like, unbidden, just, just telling people the expanded version. Like, here's the, here's the director's cut. The Zack Snyder director's cut. <laughs> All right, so there we go. Chris Pratt, you familiar with him? Yes. Obviously, actor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, nice guy. He's always doing charity stuff. He stole the Star-Lord uniform so he can go like, visit kids That's in hospital. That's pretty good, yeah. What a legend. Mm. Hope Disney pull him up on it, though, because that cannot be allowed. That's where he's out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Sean Kelly. Um, Deadpool oh, writer? No, no, sorry. That's something else. I'll okay, come back right. to this. Okay. Um, Spoiler alert. Sean Kelly wrote Deadpool or something. Oh, really? Maybe. Okay. Well, anyway, they've, they've, uh, this is... Unru- I'll, show, I'll get to the other Chris Pratt thing. But you know how, he, how he's in Cowboy Ninja Viking? Yes. They're aiming to get the directors, they say, from John Wick, two guys, to do uh-huh. that. Yep. So, have you seen John Wick? Look, I've seen... The Matrix. Yeah, I've seen The Matrix. Yep. I, I skimmed John Wick. I think we talked about this. And I'm like, it's, a, it's kind of okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it another shot. Yeah. Like, the... the the general consensus on the internet is it's... Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. And I uh, thought it was just kind of okay. It's pretty solid, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's not... It's a slow burn and the... The action's quite good. Yeah, so like... He's... I, there's, a night, there's a nightclub action scene that looks yeah. really good. He can really move. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And it's... that's clearly him, like, in a lot of those yeah, shots. That's, yeah, that's... He's the, 50. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, yeah. that's the, you know, six months of Matrix. Yeah. Hollywood Kung Fu that he was... You know that he learned. I yeah. think that's he's he's got that forever yeah. now. I think. Yeah. Mm. I like how people are also really on board with Keanu Reeves. Remember, like in the nineties. Yeah. People are like he's wooden, he sucks, and whatever. Yeah. I never. I mean, he, I guess he is, but I've never found him that way. Right. I always right. found him really. I don't know, endearing. I don't know what. I th- yeah, I think he's. I think he's gotten better at choosing roles that accommodate his wooden acting kind oh, of thing yeah. and like the Matrix is perfect because it was a lot of whoa, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, computers. <laughs> Kung Fu. Like, they just... I think they just put him in front of, like, some computers. <laughs> He's like, compute? What? Whoa. <laughs> and I... Yeah. Like, I remember when... Like, he, he did Bill and Ted, and then he sort of did some other stuff that was not good, and yeah. then he disappeared for a while. And then when the first trailer for The Matrix came out, it like, all the effects weren't completed, and there was just... It was a little bit vague. And when Keanu Reeves came up... Everyone was like... Everyone Whoa. laughed in the theatre. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. And who's laughing now? Us. Yeah. Wait, but, <laughs> but we're laughing at something unrelated. Yeah, it happened before yeah, the show. Yeah, just a funny thing. Yeah, past. Yeah, but Speed's great. Yeah, like Speed's probably one of my favorite action movies. Mm. And you know, um, Point Break is good. Sure, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, not the point. Constantine's great, also. Yeah, I know it's not comic accurate and whatever, mm. but it's... we'll never have a comic accurate version of Constantine. It's no. never going to happen. What about on the television? That's not. Isn't it? Not really. I haven't seen enough of it. Yeah, because he, but he in the in the move in the TV version, he's he's hunt he's hunting out evil. Yeah, and comic book Constantine doesn't do that. No, he hates it. He he he, he gets himself out of the fire yeah. every time. Like he's the the bad things he's done 
got him into a lot of trouble. Yeah. And when it comes back to bite him in the ass, he's like, Ugh. he tricks enough people that he can get out of it again for now. Yeah. And he, exactly. He's yeah. always, he'll sell his soul for a little bit. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, that's what that movie got mostly yeah. correct. You know, yeah. he's not, he's mostly not out looking for trouble. No, mm. that's right. Yeah. Unlike that Ezra Miller yeah. floating around places he shouldn't be. Exactly. <laughs> also, Ezra Absorbing Miller. the culture. <laughs> We're cool with Ezra Miller being the flash and whatever. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah whatever. whatever. Anyway, um, but maybe we'll get a good version of Constantine in Justice League Dark. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be cool. Who yeah. would you cast? Sting. Who else would you cast though? If you had to. I'd cast Sting. Sting's brother. No, Sting. I'd Sting. cast Sting. Okay. He's now, old. He looks great. He's got very... He doesn't have a lot of hair though now. I mean, you could put a wig on him. You could put a wig... Did you see Birdman? No, wig I technol- Wig technology for older actors is yeah. just leaps and bounds now. Yeah, Absolutely. Like he's got like in Look at John Travolta. Have you not seen Birdman yet? No, I don't I'm not the guy who's like, oh, you're my god, you haven't seen. <laughs> right, I'm not that guy, obviously. But you're my god, you haven't seen Birdman. <laughs> but like they're they're even they're good at building making a wig that makes it look like he's a man with thinning hair. Okay. When yeah. in fact he's a man with very thin hair. <laughs> like he. Like you, you see him and you go, he's got he's got great thinning hair for an old guy, and then he takes the wig off, and you're like, oh my god, he's basically born. Wignology, wig, wigception, <laughs> the wig and a wig. All right, well, I guess I'll watch it to that scene, and then I'll then turn you, it then off. Then turn it off, yeah. yeah okay, great. Yeah. That's right at the end. Oh, what? Spoiler alert! No, it's not. <laughs> Chris Pratt, anyway. Oh yeah, back too. That's oh, right. Do we want to talk about the new design Superman costume before we get into this? We got that uh, open, so. I like being on the same okay. couch. I could see what you're up to. Yeah. <laughs> Buying stuff on the internet, looking at Superman. Now, the artist of that is, is the artist who did Kick-Ass, isn't it? It's What's a John name? Aromata Jr. Now, I'm not the a... famous I, John Aromata Jr. art, I don't think, suits, suits Superman. No, but I look think, at that angsty face. Yeah. Ah, I'm sort of crying a bit, I think. But look I, at my hair, it's weird. <laughs> Where's my spit curl? I'm a weird looking guy. I feel like he fits definitely Kick-Ass, but I think... I even don't because he did um, World War Hulk. Not World War Hulk. What was the one we made it on that? But he did um, Planet Hulk. No, he did World War Hulk. Sorry, uh-huh. and I don't. I don't think that he's. It's a bit surrealist. I think a lot of it. Right. Okay. So, and a bit kind of the proportions are off. And I don't think he's a bad artist, but I don't think it necessarily suits. Say right, like a okay. Superman. I think it suits a Superman who is doing, like he's going out into space and he's going yep. to you know the fourth world. He's going to fight Dark Side. Yeah. And stuff like that. I think that that environment. Really yep. works because it's it's very kind of stylized, sure. And you know, Dark Side is an enormous rocky man, creature yeah. man kind of thing, and sure. all that sort of stuff. And there's a lot of you know blocky, weird alien technology. Mm. So if there's if there's going to be some storylines set in space, has the wignology in space? It's excellent. It's probably amazing. pretty good. Probably yeah. like a holographic laser wig or something. Laser wigs, exactly. <laughs> Singularity wigs, yeah. Oh my God. That's right. Anyway, new costume. New costume, though. okay. There's a few changes. Right. It's not as, it's not as, like... Liney. It's not as liney. It's, it's got those, it's kind of It doesn't have all the piping segments. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got the fingerless gloves. He's got the, well, he's got the, yeah, he's, he's got, they're not, it's not they're even not really glove, gloves. Yeah. It's kind of, the sleeves extend to, like, his, his knuckles kind yeah. of thing over his palms and stuff like that. Uh Red the, underpants still gone. They got rid of the V-neck. Yeah, I mean, the, there's a V on the side of the neck that they got rid of. It's still that high collar, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I think the belt buckle changes shape. Oh, jeez. it was square. Wow, else. people are going to be very unhappy. Or <laughs> very happy. Who knows? Somebody made the point that 
the good thing about the red trunks is, which they still haven't brought back, as you said, it yeah. breaks up the costume. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you think they should bring it back? Or, or, no, or also, who cares? It's ridiculous. Yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. So you think the red belt is enough? Yes. All right. Mm, good. What, what shape do you want that buckle to be? I want it to be S. I want it to be the Superman S shape. Two S's. Two S's. Do you want the S on the back as well, or is that too many on S's? Case. No. Yeah. Uh, and the back and shaved in the back of his head. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Ah, uh, it's a good question. I'm gonna say no S on the cape. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I think three S's. That's the, crazy. The Brandon Routh Superman had a lot of S's. Do you remember that entire suit was S's. S on the belt. The suit was all S's. Yeah, it was like tessellated S's down. Yeah. yeah. The belt on the back of the boots. I think there was one on the back of the cape also. I uh-huh. can't remember. And there was obviously the one on the front. And he had them tattooed on his eyelids. Yeah. And if you lift up his spit curl, there's one under there as well. Great. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, whatever. I mean, they change it all the time. Who cares? Mm-hmm, yeah. cha- the, the trunks will come back. Like, let's not kid ourselves. Really? Do you think so? Definitely. Eventually. They haven't come back on Batman. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Mm. They might. Maybe they'll come back on a different character. <laughs> like Constantine. Or like Batman puts the body. Yeah, like the red underpants. <laughs> Great. Mm. Anyway, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. We're back to Chris Pratt. Is, um, apparently Disney is uh, uh, lining him up for Indiana Jones. Okay, good. So, you're cool with that? Yeah. Um, we got uh, Sean Kelly has written in, who's mm. who, the writer of that thing you said. He's I think maybe it's guy. unrelated. Okay, good. Um, is the official officiant? No, official officians. I don't know what I've got here. <laughs> I've written something wrong. And he's worried that he might get sick of looking at his face. Seems he's going to be in Jurassic World. He's going uh-huh. to. He's obviously Star Lord. Yeah. Cowboy Ninja Viking and various other projects. There's going to be one Cowboy Ninja Viking movie though, surely. Yes. That'll well, that'll maybe. appear and disappear very quickly. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Unless it's really good. But. Look, I think... Maybe it'll be a trilogy and the first one's a cowboy. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah. Um, I, th- <laughs> I think that they've decided it's it worked for Harrison Ford, it's going to work with Chris Pratt. Yeah. Like, we had Han Solo and Indiana Jones running at the same time. Yep. Let's have Star-Lord and Indiana Jones running at the same time now. That's... I love Chris Pratt, and I don't think people will get sick of him. Not yep. yet, anyway. Uh-huh. But I feel that... He might be a too too jovial for Indiana Jones, so he'd have to really kind of t- take that back a notch. Okay, because sure. again, Indiana Jones is he's kind of he's exasperated. Most he's exasperated exactly. He hates everything, mm. like Harrison Ford. Mm. And yes, yeah. So you're gonna have to bring kind of more of that into it, like less kind of winking, kind of Star Lordy kind of nods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And more playing it straight. Yeah, but I think running after Sean Connery, keep Sean Connery. Yeah, definitely. I think he's going to know that going in. Yeah, I think yeah. he's going to be like, you're in two big franchises, you've got to ha- you're going to have to differentiate this somehow. If you steal this uniform as yeah. well, yeah, we've only got one. They've only there's only one hat left. Yeah, they don't make them anymore, and we don't we don't have the technology. We're not in space. We can't make you another hat. So don't steal it. Do you think anybody can pull off a fedora in real life? That is a tough call. Not anymore, really, because you can't you can't do it casual. You can't no. do t-shirt jeans fedora. It does happen though. Yeah, <laughs> do it. yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not saying they should, but 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 it's also like if you wear like like a three piece suit. Yeah, that's your license to wear a fedora. But if you do, you look kind of retro, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, then, yeah. like it's a it's a very tough call. You're not a hat guy, are you? I have a lot of hats that I don't wear a lot. <laughs> They're just just you're one in of those case. Samuel like, Jackson hats, you know, like, like the, a Kangol. Absolutely, yeah. I do. I have heaps of them. <laughs> Really? I keep them behind glass, and if there's an emergency, I break that glass. I put on a hat. Great. Do you have yeah. a big floppy sun hat? No. Do you have one of those hats with the corks on it, as all Australians do? Yes. Good. Because I'm Australian. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. But yeah, I've got, I've got an email here from Patrick, the official cheese head of the show. He said, do you think there's anyone better than him, though? Is he from Green Bay? Is that, is well, that... Yeah, that's okay, very right. good. Yeah, I know. He actually I know. gave the explanation, but you... I know who the Green Bay Packers are. I don't. Or do you? Or do I? Uh, you do now. Great. They're a football team. I know what footballs is. Okay, sure. Good. <laughs> Great. What is in the Super Bowl tomorrow? Who's in it? Yeah. I have no idea. Seahawks, yep. I think. They're just good. the Seahawks. They're a good one. They would, you know what? They were determined as so good before the Super Bowl started to just them playing. Yeah. You know, they've started releasing a lot of the Super Bowl clips online, like the ads, uh-huh. before. That's not fun. Nah, it's not, is it? But then again, I guess, I don't know. I guess they make them online eventually, but you know, it's like, but again, like movie trailers, we now see them online before we, like, I'm never surprised by a trailer when I go no, to No, in movies. the cinema, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, whatever. Who cares? Yeah, Super Bowl. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah. Thanks for the digression, idiots. No, I'm sorry. It's mean. <laughs> Do you think there's anyone better than him to play the role? Like, because I know Bradley Cooper's always also been thrown up, and I think he would be a great idea also. Uh, I'd be happy with either of those. That is a good question. Mm. Bradley Cooper. I think he's too good looking. I have that. I know. God. <laughs> The, we, the audience can tell now. <laughs> Listeners can tell because of the new equipment. Uh, I don't know. Look, I've probably said I'm, I'm for that in the past on this podcast. Yeah. But I've changed my mind. Okay. And it I don't, doesn't, doesn't quite strike me. Okay, sure. It, you see him kind of roguish. He's yeah. more annoying than anything else. Do you think they... Or do you think maybe they should go with somebody unknown? Like who? Like you, Mason. Yeah. No. no? You don't think so? Well, I mean, unless there's somebody who... See, well, I, I don't know, because they're unknown. Yeah, good point. I don't know why I brought it up, to be honest. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody unknown who looks exactly like the Indiana Jones in our minds. Yes. And acts like him also. <laughs> so if you've got that, let us know. We will call Bill Murray's hotline, <laughs> and we will let them know. We bring Bill Murray in. We are definitely getting the writing Bill job. Bill Murray as Indiana Jones' dad? Or Marcus? Or any of those, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the Grail. Or that knight who's guarding the Grail. Oh, yeah, and he's like, oh. <laughs> What's up? Nice, yeah. good. All right, Mission Impossible 5 has been moved, the date that it's coming out on. Okay. It was originally going to be December 25th of this year. Yep. But it's been moved to July 31st of this year. Right. So they moved it forward. I'm assuming that's to, you don't want to release it around the same time as Star Wars. Right, exactly, yeah. Because that's madness. Yeah. Um... That's very rare, though, that they'll put a movie forward. Right. So there must that there must have been a window there that that weekend's not a strong weekend, or or they think they can do all right. Are they? Is that, would that mean that they're confident in it? I would say so. I would say they're not so confident that they think that people will watch a Tom Cruise movie over Star Wars. Right. Exactly. But they're confident yeah. enough to you know to kind yeah. of plonk it mid summer. And this is the Brad Bird one. Yes. No, Brad Bird. Oh, this is um... this is the guy who did Jack Reacher. Great. I can't remember his name. Sure. But yeah. But I think. Yeah, I like these movies, so I'm, I'm going to mm, see it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I think anything that comes out around Star Wars time is going to get lost. Correct. That is not Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. What about Avatar? Do you think Avatar could go up against Star Wars? Uh, the answer is no, obviously. You is idiot. it? Yes. It's there is nobody on the planet who would see Avatar over Star Wars. I think there is. Write in to Mason if you think there is. Okay, good. <laughs> Not if you are that person. <laughs> no. Got no interest in that. But if you think you can think of someone. <laughs> anyway, Fox are looking to bring the X Men to the small screen. Okay, sure. 
Um, Generation X reboot. God, remember that? Yeah, garbage. God, garbage. Was that actually set in? Was that actually supposed to be the X Men? No, that was Generation X. So yeah. it definitely had no affiliation with the X Men at all. No, they're the at the time they were the junior version of the X Men. Okay, sure. you're thinking of Mutant X. I am thinking of Mutant X. You're right. Yep. Yeah, was that the X Men? No, I think Mutant Which X. Which one had Lex Luthor from um... Mutant X? Yeah, Mutant X. I think was. I think that was so Fox could retain the rights to mutants and oh, okay. things with X in the title. Yes. Like, I think that's the only reason because it was a mild... Like, when I watched that first episode, I'm like, this is clearly like some sort of cheap rip-off cash-in. Marvel are going to sue these guys. They're not going to get the full season out. And then it got to the end and it was like Marvel Productions. And I'm like, what? what? So... This was, what, 97, maybe? Maybe something like that, yeah. yeah. That was a terrible show. <laughs> and, but it was... it was The mutants weren't a, sort of a natural evolution of humanity. They were... They had all been produced in a lab. Okay. By a guy who looked exactly like Andy Warhol, for some reason. Like, with a weird white wig and everything. Was he a good guy? No, he was a bad guy. Oh, yeah. That Lex sounds like Luther every show guy. from... Twist. That sounds like every show from the night. It sounds like Dark Angel. Dark Angel. Yeah. Sounds like other things, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. I can't think of any others. That's Birds of Prey was probably in a lab for a yeah, bit. Yeah, definitely. Probably. I think that was early two thousand. Yeah. So. so that doesn't count, does it? But that was the, that was a that was one of those shows that I watched because it was there was all very you had. yeah there was very limited superhero kind of media yeah. at the time. Mm. But it was all like all the this. And it, I think it was just it might have been just post Matrix. Okay, yeah. Because everybody had like cool leather coats and they were cool guys and they all fought like like just like generic government agents like Agent Smith kind of characters. Right. And but they all had they all cool had cool like leather jackets and cool martial arts moves and cool mutant powers kind of thing. Did they have enough cool stuff though? Is that I, enough? I think they had a cool jet as well. <laughs> But also, they had all that stuff, but they were all, all the characters were profoundly stupid because they were written so poorly. Like, there's a, there was an episode of that show where they're fighting a character who can convert into, like, can transform into data and to get into computer systems. That sounds very nice. And what they did is they knocked him unconscious and they left him unsupervised in a room in their headquarters that had like a data connection, like oh an unsecured God. data connection. And then he got into their computer systems and like, and in, they got environmental control and like turned off the oxygen in their headquarters kind of thing. Where was their headquarters? In a mountain range or something. Was it underground? Yes. Because otherwise you just open a window. Yeah, good point. Did somebody end up going into the computer to battle in? No, I think... <sighs> That's my favourite thing. I don't know what they did. It's irrelevant because they're idiots. Because <laughs> I think at that point I'm like, I really hope they all die. <laughs> Also, I don't know how it ended. Okay, series. cool. Great. Well, that sounds really good. Yeah, it was really good. Well, anyway, Fox are looking to bring it to the small screen. But here's the, here's the kicker, yes. Mason. Uh-huh. It's pending the approval of Marvel because they only own the cinematic rights. Interesting. So they have to go to Marvel and be like, can we make this? No. <laughs> Why would Marvel do that? They're actively trying to kill off Fox and Sony. Yeah. Like, not only their... Also Fox yeah. and Sony, but yeah. Yeah. They, like... No, they would never do that. Well, maybe know. they would. What? Mm, it's possible. Maybe with Unless some, there's maybe some... with some conditions like we want this character back or we want yeah, to use the maybe, word that's true. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly they think there's a chance this could happen if they're if they're talking about it. Right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting. To see You're how right. It that, that that is actually an excellent point that I didn't think about. Mm. This is some leverage. See, this is why this podcast works, Mason. Because sure. we both think of things. Oh, we definitely we mostly think of things, don't we? <laughs> 
think of things, say things. Yep. Pause sometimes, say more things. Great. <laughs> but no, they, that is a good point. They, they, you know, they've got some leverage. Yeah. They could take back, I don't know, some character they like. I'm, sure, I'm trying to think of who. Oh, after, after Daredevil came back. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's fine. They can keep all the X-Men. I'm glad Daredevil's back. Because mm. they were going to make that 1970s Daredevil kind of that movie. That would have been great. It would have been, but I'd rather see him... I'm happy they're doing it the way they are. Yeah, okay. Because you can mm. bring in elements of that yeah, yeah. into the modern day. Because they're making a gritty kind of... Because apparently Hell's Kitchen does not look like that now. It's quite nice. Right, of course, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. They haven't changed the names, though. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe they have. I don't know. Mm. What were you going to say? I was going to say that I, I, I mentioned this before, but I would have loved to see... Like a Daredevil Punisher crossover kind of yes. thing set in the seventies. Well, they own, they own both now. So yeah, yeah, that's good. A Punisher TV series would be great. Absolutely. Tom, would it though? Mm, yeah, I uh, yeah. It would look. It as would, a Netflix as a Netflix show. Yeah. Absolutely. Not as like an ABC. No, no, like a Agents of Shield. Because we. It's a that's a it's a character that's all about just relentless machine gunning of people. Yep. Uh you know, a hundred bullets where one would do. Yeah. And I, the first trailer would come out and I'd see a CGI muzzle flash and I'd be like, nope, not happening. <laughs> yeah. Arrow does a lot of that though. A lot of CGI muzzle flash. Yeah, but I... It's a different kind of thing. It's a different though, kind of thing, it? yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, well, there you go. If he if he was called Gun, then that would be a different story. But he's not, is he? No. Bullets. Thomas Jade said as well that he's not really interested in coming back. Not because he doesn't really want to do it, but he said he kind of did the punish that he wanted to do with that short film and he's uh-huh. like maybe it's time to kind of give it to someone else yeah so, fair enough yeah. yeah so that's that's good of him mm. yeah like that he didn't threaten anybody sure <laughs> yeah he might be a bit old now anyway or he doesn't mm, he's not he doesn't look that Frank Castle does he, he I feel he never did okay yeah I think Ray Stevenson who was in the sequel looks a lot better he, yeah he's, he's dead on mm-hmm. yeah second best casting after Simmons <laughs> okay a lot of people have not seen that or not aren't on board with it but yeah, a lot of people are not on board with it. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what they think. Well, maybe you should, Mason. Nah. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. All right. Well, look, we're here to talk about something else, though, this week. Oh, yes. Fantastic Four trailer. Yeah. I mean, we're here to talk about many things. Sure. Let's not sell. This might be a shorter episode. Yeah. We're, we're, we've we've done, done some long ones. A couple of long ones lately. You so. know what it is, is because we've, we've been recording them late at night. Yeah. I ramble a lot because <laughs> I'm so tired. And I often fall asleep and just leave that in. Yeah, exactly. That's right. And then they come out kind of long. So we're keeping it pithy. Yeah. We're keeping it moving. Yeah. We're snapping over the recorder. That's really loud. <laughs> I'm bringing castanets next week. <laughs> But yeah, the Fantastic Four trailer. Yeah. Uh, or as I call, like to call it, we're pretending this is Interstellar. <laughs> I don't think this is an this this trailer which came out this week. I don't think it's an actual accurate portrayal of what the movie's going to be. Okay. I think this is all smoke. This is in a few years. This is going to come out on bloody you know cracks list of you know movie trailers that don't represent the movie accurately yeah. at all. Like the Matrix one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I can't even remember that trailer. No. Okay, good point. Well, actually, Sam, who's the official New Jerseyan of the show, written in, he said, just wanted to say, I keep up the good work in PS. Doesn't the first minute of the Fantastic Four trailer look like the Interstellar trailer? Boy, does it, yeah. It's like beat for beat. Yeah. I think if you line them up... Cornfields. Yeah, sadness. Sad music. People going into a space. Pe- into Humanity a space. and something. Yeah, and definitely. Following your dream in uh-huh. space. Yeah, there's there's almost no Fantastic Four in it. No. Or Fant Four Stick. Yes. As we're going to be calling it forever now. I was I was going to put that in. I did a trailer breakdown but I was like, oh, everybody said that so yeah. I'm not going to say it. But it's yeah. Good. But it, I thought people didn't do that anymore. Taken 3. Yeah, but t- it's Taken 3 though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it? good yeah. point. This isn't, the, this isn't, this is technically the third Fantastic yeah. Four. So they could have, should have called it Fant Three Stick. <laughs> but the thing is though, the, the, the movie isn't officially spelt that way. It's just no. in the trailer. It's like yeah, that. Yeah. So if you look it on IMDb, it's still Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Draven has written in also. He says, finally get a look at Fantastic Four and it definitely impressed me. It looks less like a superhero film and more like a straight up sci-fi film. And that's not necessarily a bad thing either. And I'm kind of on board for that. But also what you said about smoke and mirrors and whatever mm. very much could be the case. I'm not saying it's going to be a bad film. That's what you're saying though. All right, I'll say that now. You're I thinking think it. They can hear your thoughts on this. Oh, no. <laughs> I've been done in by technology yet again. <laughs> I think that they're definitely obscuring what it is. Yeah. I think it's much more of a standard sci- uh, superhero film. Okay. And they have, they've, they've gone, well, Interstellar. People sort of like People that. liked it. We, you know, the trailer built, the trailer's built up a lot of hype. Yeah. Let's do that exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Um, Pickup truck going down a down a road, farm road. Yeah, cornfields. Speeches about being the best for yep. humanity. Apparently, though, and yes. I've heard this from multiple multiple sources. Uh-huh. Not that's not to say it's true. Yep. That this movie is a nightmare behind the scenes. Right. right? Okay. That Josh Trank has been really difficult to work with and turning uh-huh. up drunk and what? Look, allegedly. Allegedly, exactly. So yeah. who who actually knows? And look to to maybe, but he also him and uh, the producer whose name I can't remember, Simon Kingbird, I think. 
they also did a commentary yes. behind uh-huh. the scenes on it. Uh-huh. Um, what do you got there? I'm looking at the trailer again. Okay, cool. Yeah. They, they did a they did like a commentary. It's on silent, but we're going to pick that up. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did a commentary on it. Um, like, and explain the certain scenes and whatever, whatever. And that, so I think at this point they're very much... I skipped it, but this trailer for the Fantastic Four... Is the trailer had for the had, had an ad in front of it, which was the trailer for the Fantastic Four. <laughs> like, that, somebody has wasted a lot of money on that. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah, so... I feel like, well, because they're doing a lot of reshoots also. Uh-huh. So I think they're going to go... Look, it's, even if there was a lot of mess behind the scenes on this... Mm-hmm. Actually, let's just watch this for a minute. Okay. Should we just pause? Uh, that hour, just... You just leave this in? Yeah. yeah, it's whatever. Oh, there's this... There's, oh, cornfields. Yep. Night sky cornfields. Oh, there it is. Car. Car. Experiments. Um, that's the... That's, that's Lil Reed Richards. There's two of these transporting machines as well. Oh, there's an old one and a new one, yeah. Yep. They've got that Days of Future Past there pretty prominent, don't they? Yeah. Like people and this is very, that's a Days of Future Past. Oh, okay. Interstellar, but also Days of yeah. Future Past sort of situation room, the yeah. president. See that number there? There's yes. a red number in the left-hand corner. Probably might have just IP address, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he was fixing a piano. You know, Johnny Storm's oh, like, sure. I thought yeah. initially, I'm like, what? Uh-huh. So this is also That's all Interstellar, there yeah. we go. There are six people on yep. that. yep. Did you watch my trailer breakdown, Mason? No, but there's six people. How dare you? I'll get to it. I mean, there's no point now, because I've just come up with some sweet observations. You have. Like them. That played's very dark night as well. There's yeah. a thing, briefly. Yeah. Kate Mara crying, Great. sadness. Yeah. Johnny Storm Fire. being the Johnny Storm. That's probably Doctor Doom doing that. Yep. That's, that's This is riveting Doctor listening, Doom. I'd imagine. <laughs> they don't show a lot of the powers either, like glimpses. Not at all, kids. exactly, yeah. And then you see Doom at the end, sort of. Do you think that's because the special effects are no good? No, it's possible. I think that's the... That looks like a good thing. Definitely, yeah. yeah. They've figured it out, finally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you like the chickless suit? No. I think, yeah. it, I think it was exactly what they should have done at the time. Right, uh-huh. Can you imagine a 2005 CGI thing? The worst, absolutely, yeah. yeah. that's it. Mm. But, um, yeah, so if this, if this is a mess, it doesn't yep. necessarily mean that it's going to turn out to be a mess. Like, World War Z was a mess, and that did very well. Uh-huh, yeah. And though it's not accurate to the book, it's okay. Like, it's not... A, have you uh-huh. seen it? It's not, a, it's not a bad movie. I've seen the movie, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Mm. Yeah, right? it's fine. Yeah. Very bloodless. Yeah. Mm. It is. Even though, the chopping hand off scene. Though there's the cut, like there's oh, a, yeah, another cut which that, is yeah. very blood, mm-hmm. blood, blooded. Yep. But not only that... Um, Trailer. Oh yeah, I was listening to a crack podcast earlier this week and they had uh-huh. a lot of people from different editors-in-chief and writers of different movie websites and one mm-hmm. from Movie Pilot and, and whatever. One of the guys on it has said that a lot of the, what he's heard is, from all accounts, Fantastic Four... Oh, no, he didn't say specifically this Fantastic Four. He said there's two directors who are making big projects this year uh-huh. who haven't before. Right. Implying one was a Fantastic Four, uh-huh. and the other one might be Colin Trevorrow, who did Jurassic World. Sure. And he said one of them is a train wreck, right. and one of them is going to blow people away. And he said mm-hmm. the one with the train wreck, like, he'll never make a big studio film again. Wow. So, I mean, again, it remains to be seen what happens, but yeah. he didn't specifically say Fantastic Four. He might not have... But it sounded like because he said it's going back for reshoots and it, which is fantastic. That's fantastic. Four, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. But I'd like to know like specifically who the other one was. I'm guessing it's Colin Trevorrow, but I don't actually know. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you know, what? Miles Teller's looking good in this. Yeah. Like it's. So yeah. I think it's cast well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what do you think? Like, there's the costumes and whatever. What do you think of the? Or the they're kind of. Off? They're a little. They're kind of steampunky. The costumes. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, they've gone with. 
They're more they're containment suits. Yeah, but they're like they seem to be unique to each of them, yeah. sort of. Yeah, well, so... Johnny Storm's one's got vents. Yeah, Reed Richards has got like stretchy things. Stretchy things. Yeah, we don't really see Kate Mara's, and the thing has no pants in that last. At all, interesting. No. Wow, you can skip to it. And... Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And obviously, they're going. I think Kate Mara is a very good. Looks like a very good Sue Storm. Yeah, that's that's kind of. That's the look I picture. Okay. For that character. So they've, they've done well there. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So do you think the powers like might not look that crash hot the way... The flat flame effect looks all right. Yeah. No, it does. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they do magical things with flame effects now. They do. Yeah. Since Ghost Rider. <laughs> now, obviously in this one, it's based... They fixed, they fixed flame effects between Ghost Riders 1 and 2. They did. They? Ghost yeah. Rider 2 actually looked pretty good. But as I've mentioned, Leather Jacket not as good in Ghost no, Rider 2. Not... So. not that's right. Mm. But um, obviously in this one, they go into the negative zone. Yep. As so they, they're to going space. So that's, this is more the ultimate universe version yeah. of Fantastic Four. They don't go into space. They, yeah, go to the negative zone. And you're saying that the second transporter device yeah. is maybe them going back into the negative yeah, zone. Yeah, I would say so, okay. yeah. Maybe. So, do, do, have you read a lot of the ultimate Fantastic Four? Because I haven't read any of it at all. Uh, maybe, maybe like I the have. first 20 issues. Yeah. Maybe something like that. It's, I've heard it's okay from, yeah. from what people say. I mean... Victor Von Doom is called Victor Van Dam. Yeah. So that's... Well, this is not called Victor Von Doom. Either. Yeah. It's called Victor Domachev or something. Oh, okay, yeah. right, okay. But also, there's a lot of reports that he's he's a blogger. But right. I think that was a kind of off-the-cuff thing because people, when Toby Kebbell mentioned that, he also used the word programmer. Right, okay. So I think he'd probably be more a programmer than a blogger. Yeah. I don't feel threatened by him. I don't, you know what? Honestly, I don't feel threatened by a programmer or a blogger, <laughs> but programmer more so. Have you not seen Die Hard 4? There's a lot of programming in there. There's a lot of programming, isn't there? Yeah. yeah, and hacking and whatnot. Mm. Uh, Satellites. But they've also, the director's talked about, like, it's very Kronbergian. Really? Yeah. Because of the transformation. Yeah, the transformation. And it looks kind of more like Doom in this. It looks like... His suit. Melted garbage melted. bags. Yeah, yeah, it's just melted to him. And you can right. sort of see it in the trailer. Uh-huh. So I think that's how he's deformed. And the things looks kind of more, you know, that metamorphosis kind of... And he kind of breaks out of that yeah, weird rock cocoon. cocoon kind of thing. Yeah. And that kind of happens in The Fly, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. And mm. probably other David Cronenberg things. So I like that aspect of it. I think this is going to be... A, it's obviously going to be a very different looking than a Marvel movie. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you can have your dark superhero movies and... I don't think it's going to look that different from... Oh, really? I think it's going to look mostly the same. I don't know. I, th- I think it's more because we, when we think of Marvel Studios films, yeah. I think most of them take place in the daytime. Now, yeah. And this is taking place at night. So it's going to be more reminiscent of, say, Daredevil <laughs> or something Ghost else that's Rider garbage. One. Yeah. yeah, Ghost Rider 1, exactly. <laughs> I think I think that's that's all they're talking about is it's a different... Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Now, you liked the bit at the end, didn't you, with the blue beam? That Stephen Miller's written and he said Hollywood can't have an action sequence without pulling some sort of bluish beam of light energy into the sky and then yep. letting everyone know that something bad is happening mm. so that happened in Transformers Man of Steel Avengers Iron Man 1 probably when the, did that happen in Iron the Man big, 1 the big the bloody the arc, arc reactor, reactor. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's really good isn't it pretty good <laughs> uh, yeah there's a lot of that Yeah, you want to know what's happening there you do don't good. you um, what else was going to say Something about Fantastic Four. So you're very obviously sceptical. I'm obviously. very sceptical. Do you think this will be terrible? Or do you think there's a chance it could be good? I think that... I think the casting's a lot better than the previous Fantastic Four films. Okay. I think, for me, that's probably going to carry the film for me. Yeah. But I would... Um, I don't know. I 
it feels a lot like the other two Fantastic Four films. Really? It feels like... Like, I'm, I'm talking script-wise. Oh, okay. Like, I, I know that they're going in the negative zone now instead of out of space or whatever. Yeah. But it does still feel like the setting is New York and there's <laughs> going to be a big showdown. And we see that kind of blast of light. Yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a showdown in New York at yeah. night. And it's going to be mostly the same. But yeah, I th- yeah, I don't... Okay. Okay, so who the six people that go into the negative zone initially. Yeah. I'm holding up five fingers, but the audience can tell that. Yes. Um look I didn't want to use my other hand. <laughs> I'm buying stuff on ASOS. Um It's the Fantastic Four, Doom yep. and Someone else. Some people have said maybe the Mole Man Man. Oh, really? Mole Man Man? Yeah. But he lives under the ground. He's a mole man. But maybe that's where he gets his mole man power. No, in this. he's always had him. Yeah, but in he this it's lives... different though. No, I don't like that. <laughs> I like the fact that in the Fantastic Four universe, all kinds of crazy stuff is coming from all angles. Yeah, cool. I agree. Not so, everybody has to get their powers from I, the yeah, same I, place. I, exactly. Spider-Man, the amazing yeah, Spider-Man. Exactly. Everybody gets their powers the Flash, from, the, from the basement. Flash, nude Flash TV yeah. series. Everybody's got the same powers from the bloody whatever. Yeah. I don't. I don't like any. Yeah, any universe where. Well, I'm sure there's a few, but like when you reduce say, the Marvel Universe down to one yeah. thing like the Fantastic Four film franchise and go, well, everybody gets their powers from a cosmic radiation event yeah. or something. Or Smallville or whatever. It's always it's always Meteor Rock. It's the Green it? Rock. Yeah, it's the Green Rock. That good old Green Rock. Um, I would say it's probably either somebody they have to rescue, maybe. Yep. Okay. That's why they have to go back. Yep. That might be a reason. Or he's cannon fodder and then he's the mole man yeah that's what I said as yeah, well okay. always cannon fodder yeah yeah. just to say well this is a dangerous universe maybe they go back and he's like now I'm the mole man oh twist yeah that'd be a big twist that would be a great twist mm-hmm. look regardless yes I am looking forward to this just to see what what is the deal me too yeah mm. I'm gonna say best movie for whenever it comes out whatever year <laughs> this whatever year that... oh then definitely July. not no. definitely not then no so yeah we're all happy with all of this I think, or oh. whatever. Yeah. Uh, look, the next trailer will tell us a lot more. And the movie itself will tell us a lot more. Oh, it'll definitely it'll probably tell us everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But I think, Mason, that's um, that's all we're going to talk about for stuff this week before other things. Oh, yes. So let's move on to... So, a quick one. And also, new equipment. Yeah. There's always a chance this doesn't record. <laughs> yes. And if we bang on for two hours about whatever and then all of a sudden we get nothing. We'll be real upset. We'll be real yeah. upset. So you know what it's time for, though? What is it time for? What we reading? Oh, what we're going to read. Correct. Right. I'm doing the What are we reading today? What are you going to read? Reading. Well, what I'm going to read actually is what I'm going to listen to. Is it coming out this week? What's that? You're going to be de- guest appearing. Oh yeah, you're going to be you're making a guest appearance on a podcast called Plumbing the Death yes. Star. Yes, oh, that was what that was my what we reading. You can't have it. Also, you're not going to listen to yourself. I have to. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. Don't do that. Why not? <laughs> I have to listen to this every week. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to li- look. It doesn't matter. I but I enjoy doing it, so I'd like to hear. Oh, okay, back. right, great. You know okay, I mean? like, that's good too. So yeah, basically, this is a podcast from Australian guys who live near us called Plumbing the Death Star. This is I know you know this. Yeah, I know this. But basically, I, I went to their, their podcast area, and sure. they've got like a proper setup. Uh-huh. You know, ours is crap. It's great now. <laughs> so crisp it is. <laughs> but, um, that was a fly flapping its wings. <laughs> That's how good this is. Anyway, Plumbing the Death Star, they yeah. sort of talk about the logistics of various, like... Uh, you know, sci-fi. I can give you some examples. Sci-fi scenarios. Yeah. For example, like uh, 
Um, I'm not necessarily sci-fi. Yeah, but just like movies, movie universe ideas, and they sort of break down the logic of it. So, like, yeah. for example, when does sentience begin in Toy Story? Yep. Why that, hasn't Hog- Hogwarts been shut down? Well, how was everyone okay with the Truman Show? <laughs> yeah. Like, in that universe? And why did it... Like, how much did it cost? You know, yeah, that, that kind it, of thing. Yeah. Like, how do they get the funding for that? Yeah. You know? which, uh, which horror movie villain would you fight? Mm-hmm. Is Obi-Wan Kenobi incompetent? That's a good one. But basically, if you go to this, yep. just scroll through and just pick something that pick you're Pick something you like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're like, you know, they're breezy. They're like 30 to 40 minutes. They're, they're like easy to listen to. Can you reveal the topic you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, basically, it won't be out this week, but it'll be out closer to May. They're getting in a whole lot of... Nice, like, then I've got mine covered for the next... <laughs> got my What You Read and covered for weeks now. That's right. Um, but yeah, sorry, my topic was uh, they're getting a whole lot of different people to come in and talk about the Star Wars prequels and how oh. they would have made them. Right. Okay. So basically, I came up with a trilogy of prequels. Oh, sure. And then we kind of just went through that. So, Fantastic. And it was good fun. And they've got, like I said, proper recording. They've got people sitting on the other side of glass, like oh, yes. monitoring stuff. Whoa. We don't have that, do we? No. We've got that glass window, but there's nothing out there. No, that's there's true. There's a bin and my Christmas tree. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, I've been meaning to get rid of, but uh, and I've hung a sign over it that just says "Our Listeners" <laughs> on the Christmas tree. <laughs> so yeah, I, I would definitely, um, yeah, it's kind of in a similar vein to kind of how we do it. And by that I mean we're both Australian. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's how we do it. So yeah, Sans Pants Radio—that's what they're kind of called, and that and they do a few podcasts, but uh, Plumbing the Death Star is inherently the best one because you've been apparently. On. Yes, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, anything right. else you're going to read? Check what I've been reading. I can do one from Phil, the official web slinger, in the meantime. Fantastic. I'd like to hear it. Hey, guys. You guys should check out the Zombie Fallout series of books by Mark Tufo. They're a great series of books that are horror slash comedy genre. Well worth a read. I've heard that they are getting the comic book treatment soon, so keep an eye out for them as well. Cool. We will keep an eye out for them. Yeah. Will you? Uh, yes. Good. Better write it down, because otherwise I'll definitely forget and not do that. So that's great. Oh, you know what I've been watching, actually? And it's been out for a while. Yeah. It's a review with Forrest McNeil. Okay. So in Australia, there was a there was a show uh, also called Review. Yeah. By... Oh, that dude. Somebody. Red hair guy. Yeah. Review by... Doesn't matter. Anyway, there's an American version of it. And it's been, it's was out, been out recently, uh, a couple of years ago, but mm. I've only just got around to it. Uh, and it's it's with Andy Daly, Andy Daly, comedian Andy Daly. He's the best. As uh, Forrest McNeil. And he's a guy who reviews everything. Like, he doesn't review, like, movies or TV shows. He reviews things like stealing or getting a divorce or getting addicted to drugs or what have you. And so it's... Is it better than the Australian version? Um, they're both good. I think that this one, there's more consequences. Okay. Like, it's a... In the the original one, like, if he uh, reviewed, say, stealing... Yeah. The next week, it'd just be a new episode. Yep, yep. But in this one sort of the consequences build up throughout the course of the season. So, <laughs> pretty yeah, it's pretty funny. Pretty dark Andy Daly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Okay, uh, but cool. that's a good show. All right, I'll check it out. Do that. Let's move on to letters. It's time for letters. Oh, yes. This is from uh, Mark. Hi, James. Official Captain Canuck here. Just got through listening to the podcast about... we already sh- have an official Captain Canuck, but whatever. Well, we got now we've got two. Great. No, we can't. They have to fight. They have to fight, exactly, yeah. yeah. Unless With whatever the- powers they have, <laughs> I don't know. Just got through listening to the podcast and the Short Circuit 2 clip that I definitely put in because I remember. Oh, yeah, great. Made me remember that not only was that film uh, movie filmed in my hometown, Toronto, but my mum brought me downtown as a child to watch the movie Magic for myself. The movie is complete garbage. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. But watching it set in New York City whilst being littered with Toronto landmarks is really jarring. I had the same issue with the latest Hulk film 
which was filmed at the doorstep of my university. I was wondering if either you or your dickhead co-host... Hang on. <laughs> Who's he talking about? You don't have it. Oh. <laughs> All right. Have similar issues watching movies filmed in Australian cities but set elsewhere. Thanks, guys. Uh, Ghost Rider was filmed in Melbourne. It was, yeah. That was uh, very I mean, odd. that movie's jarring to watch regardless. Yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you're, but that, You're not jarred by the locations. It's supposed to be set in Texas, is it, or something? Yes, I think so, But it's yeah. clearly... Yeah. It's very... First, Melbourne. I think, movie appearance of Rebel Wilson. Yeah, Jesus, that's that is like right. a goth yeah. girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Uh, there was a Jackie Chan film made in Melbourne. Rumble in the Bronx? No, it was called Mr. Nice Guy, I oh, think. Oh, okay. And the that Tuxedo. Is, not the tuxedo, no. Rush Hour 3. Yes. Go on, sorry. Um, and they filmed a sequence in, like, uh, Melbourne Central, which is, like, the big, you know, the big shopping district in the centre of Melbourne yeah. kind of thing. And I was there for the filming of that. And it was just a lot of the director yelling at people to shut up. <laughs> like, as they walk past. Like, we're filming a movie. It's shut up. And as Jackie Chan... In like, a shopping centre. Yeah, but it was outside sort of at night kind of thing but he was still he was real grumpy and I didn't care for it you know what it's outside yeah you shut up yeah exactly you shut up <laughs> thank you James so exactly. did you see any Jackie Chan stunts uh, there was a lot of him sort of running up and down an escalator okay. but that was about it was there a bit where he'd maybe run into a room and then bad guys are there and he does this kind of weird kind of double take and then runs in a different no, direction no there weren't any bad guys it was just him oh okay uh, what else the Matrix is that the twist in that movie yeah no bad guys ever the twist in that film is that he, I think he's got a there's a tape like mm. a videotape that's got some incriminating evidence I don't on know it. That is, but yeah, yeah. But the version on the tape, like that that he puts into a you know a VCR or whatever, and he watches, mm. actually has edits and cuts in it. Like <laughs> the ones we see in the film, they've just taken the the stuff they filmed for the movie and they put it directly and like right. put some grain over the top of it or whatever and put it on this thing so he's watching this incriminating tape and it just has edits in it even though it's supposed to be filmed like it's got edits and cuts from different angles despite <laughs> the fact that it's supposed to be filmed oh, on one video that. camera all in one shot yeah the Matrix films were filmed in Sydney yeah they so were so you yeah. see some I Australian yeah I didn't what is most that. jarring generally is that is the bad American accent definitely that, or the, yeah, yeah. The, the featured extras are forced to put on yeah. usually and I find that in start the Star Wars prequels as well yeah. the second two anyway uh-huh. because they're, they're all filmed in Australia but yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of that in that as well mm. but yeah no I, if there's any ever anything filming yep. I stay right away from it <laughs> Good I don't idea. want anything to do with it yeah, I don't yeah. want to be held up and uh-huh. whatever I just I don't care it's like the time when we saw Hugh Jackman Remember we went and saw the Days of Future Past premiere thing, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was like behind a crowd of people and we just went, ugh, whatever. Yeah, it's not, it's not worth <laughs> it. It's not that I don't love you, Jack, but I do, but I'm like, I'm not shoving through just so I can see a guy who I know what he looks like. Right, exactly, yeah. I mean? what, what benefit are we going to get from that? Yeah. Hey, Hugh, are you enjoying being in the country you were born in? Sure am, mate. Thumbs up, big thumbs up. And but we'll he be wouldn't like, hear us because of the thousands yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually got a letter, very nice letter this week from a guy who uh, Hugh Jackman comes into his shop. So he's like the nice guy ever. Oh. So no surprise there. Totally. Yeah. Um, this is from Callum. Hello, chaps. Loving the show, and must thank you for brightening each Monday morning and and late night listens. Uh, the question I propose to you this week is: Should you accept it? What do you think will happen to Marvel post Phase Three? Oh. I feel I'll not be able to fill up uh, there's something something Infinity Wars and things go bad and whatever. I don't know. What do you think? Ah. Uh... I think they're going to start again ground level. Okay. I think we're going to do Infinity War. We're going to do the most kind of cosmic, the biggest event we can. Yeah. And I think they'll be like, well, we can't get any bigger than that. 
So I think they'll start again. They'll they'll pick some more ground level characters. Yeah. Maybe they'll take the Netflix characters. Okay, build sure. Build a show around them. Maybe yep. they'll, maybe because we're gonna have a Defenders TV series. Defenders, maybe yeah. they could do a Defenders movie. Okay, like yeah, that. sure. Um, I don't know. They might. I, I think they're gonna start up with minor characters yeah, you're again. Probably right. Who would you like to see? Maybe in a more, new roster. In a new roster. If they starting it completely, I'd like to see Next Wave. I know they're kind yeah. of a joke team, sure, yeah. but I really like all those guys, and I think it would be like it'd be a next wave of sort of a. If you haven't read Next Wave, you should definitely read it. It's by know. Warren Ellis. It's super. It's it's very funny. Yeah, and it's super over the top, and it's 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 called Next Wave Agents of Hate, right. and it's about these guys who used to. It's about a lot of kind of superheroes and former superheroes, like a like a half dozen members of the team, who were unaware that working for an organization called Hate like H-A-T-E, who are unaware they were the bad guys, <laughs> and then sort of break out and go rogue and have to just, you know, find and, and stop all Sounds these guys. Sounds a lot like Alias Mason. It does sound great. <laughs> then, we're on, then we're totally on board. And the leader of hate is like a Nick Fury-esque character who's out of his mind completely. Oh, it's a lot of fun. But it's got like, um, it's got Machine Man. Yep. Who, who sort of rose to prominence is, uh, in Marvel Zombies and stuff like that. Yep. And later, um, oh, that's a really good... Yeah, run isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Machine Man. Yeah, yeah. It's so this was pr- this was prior to that. Okay. It's got uh, Monica Rambeau, who used to be one of the Captain Marvels. Mm. It's got the Captain, who is a uh, like he's got generic super strength and superpowers, but he's just an asshole all the time. Great, great. Uh, it's got Boom Boom from the X Men and some other people, and it's just they're just oh, it's got um, Elsa Bloodstone, who's a monster hunter. Great, and great. they're kind of they're just they're a really dysfunctional team, and they're really fun. Okay, and I would I would like to see that, and I think once once we've done, uh, you know, Infinity War, yeah, people who have, people who are not comic book fans who have gone all the way through all those characters and all that all those events, mm. they would be more they would be up for more kind of like meta stuff. Sure, that is a bit silly. Well, I was thinking maybe um, Ms. Marvel, the current Ms. Marvel. Yeah, okay, that would yeah. work too. Yeah, and that would be good as a ground level kicking off point. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. at that point those. That obviously the Avengers are super famous. Yep. And we'd have a whole lot of other heroes introduced and yeah, whatever. Totally. So well, yeah. why not start there? I would like to see and again if we're we're talking about more meta stuff, mm. I would like to see a damage control film. Oh yeah, yeah. That Definitely. would be super good, I think. Yeah, that would be cool. But anyway. But anyway. Probably other things. We probably talk about that. We'll probably do an yeah. episode For on For those that who don't show. damage control is the is a private company who is employed by the city of New York to rebuild the city every time all the superheroes destroy it. Yeah. Which was a series in, uh, I guess, the early 90s. And it's, mm. it's yeah, again, super fun. And it, it would make sense, you know, once you've yeah. got the idea of, well, there's all these superhero battles, New York is constantly being destroyed. Who's fixing that damage controller? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of thing. And they love their jobs. Yeah. Not true? Uh, they go on strike at one point. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, there's, a, there's a scene in the first issue where I think it's, I think it's one of the Tinkerer's robots goes mad and he collapses onto the World Trade Center buildings. You can edit this out. Uh, and, you know, they have to rebuild the city or whatever because it's run rampage or whatever. And there's a scene where right at the end, like the foreman of damage control, like the main kind of boots on the ground guy, yeah. is, uh, he's looking out his window and he sees the two World Trade Center towers and one's like incredibly crooked. Like it's got like a huge crack in it and the, the top half is like, you know, 10 feet to the left of the bottom half or whatever. And he's like, eh, close enough. <laughs> so, you know. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. We'll do an episode on that, no right. doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Billy Arundel. 
Oh guy. yeah, from yeah. from Twitter. You know? I'm a big fan of him. I don't know if he's a big fan of me. He hates you. Wow, all right, yeah. fair enough. I'm not I'll... changing my stance on this guy. <laughs> I believe in him. I live under a rock when it comes to some Marvel books, so to speak. And then he says in brackets, literally. And I've never really read much Fantastic Four material, and I don't yep. own any of it. I was wondering if there are any standouts for either of you that are worth a read. Oh, make, he mentioned that on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I make him get around to it. Hard copies, because he buys hard copies. Okay. Uh, I liked, there's a, there was a Marvel Knights miniseries. Mm-hmm. Maybe, it's a, maybe it's an ongoing, but it was a Fantastic Four series where they they go bankrupt. Yep. And they sort of have to move out of the Baxter building and all that sort of stuff and sort of rebuild their lives. Okay. And that's a really good series. Uh, there's a series called Future Foundation. Yes. Which is sort of a spin-off. Uh, and it's sort of the idea being that, you know, the Fantastic Four saved the world, but the Future Foundation has to sort of, is, is finding solutions to make a better world. Okay. And it's kind of a bigger team. Yep. It's got like, uh, it's got the Fantastic Four, Spider-Man's on it, on the team as well. It's got Kristoff, who is Doctor Doom's son. Yep. Uh, it's got Dragon Man, who is a robot Dragon Man. Love it. It's got all kinds of stuff. And okay. It's, uh, it's a good, really good So series. those two things. Just those two things. I recommend the new Fantastic Four movie. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. Mm. It's from Dale Martin, the official oh, yes. couch-sized dog of the podcast. Oh. Very good. Um, that's like the guy, for the cat dog from in, in um, Inhumans. That's yeah. where that came from. Yeah, yeah. As we said, it doesn't matter. Oh, great. Yes. Not important. Yeah. Hey, guys. I've been mulling over an idea that I wanted to suggest to you for an episode of the podcast for a while now. I've come up... Um, Lockjaw is his name. Yes. Yeah. The idea I've come up with is great, in my opinion. I hope you think it's great, too. The basic idea is similar to the Hero and Villain Showdown episodes, but instead of that, we, the fans, um, email you guys the names of actors and actresses and tell us... Uh, and you tell us what comic book character they would be best at playing. Okay. That sounds good. I thought we were going to face them off in a fight. Yeah, well, that's what I thought as well. We right. do both of those things. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I, I'm, all, I'm all for that, doing, mm. like, a casting kind of thing. And also, like, who would win between James Woods and... A yeah, block of wood. J.K. Simmons. Just a big block of wood <laughs> dropped, really, from a, from a high ceiling. Yeah, good question. Mm. It's hard to know, isn't, isn't it? it, though? Yeah, He'd it probably is. do a tuck and roll. Yeah, he's be good like that. Yeah. He's fast. Hi, James. I'm Shane from London, brackets England. Been listening since I found <laughs> your awesome videos on YouTube. I've been catching up. I'm still catching up. I have about 20 to go and I'll get up to date soon. I wanted to email and thank you for getting through my working day without killing my co-workers. So thank you very much. So thanks. No problem. From them too. Also, I wanted to be the official geeky gay of the show because I'm very geeky and slightly gay. Done. Absolutely. P.S. Done. This is the bit that I want to get to. Why does Mason look like an anorexic Tony Stark? Snap. That I would is, say you you don't you have like a same I build. Like a, I look like a fatter Tony Stark, if anything. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see you guys side by side. I'd like to. <laughs> well, he's taller marginally. I don't think that he is. No, he would be. I mean, you see him where he wears like he wears those. He wears like yeah. not what are they called stilts? I think he's like five six, five seven. He could not be five seven. There's no way. Reckon, I reckon he's like five ten. Nah, I don't reckon oh, he is. Okay. But, I'm like five seven. Okay. So yeah. we'll never know, will we? We'll never know because there's nowhere to find that out. Yeah. Yeah. This is from uh, Manu. My, uh, hello, guys. My name is Manu from San Diego, California. Hello. Brackets, London. Not really. Just wanted to say I love your podcast because unlike other uh, media review sites, you guys know that your opinion doesn't matter and that's why I value it so much. Wait a second. Our opinions don't matter. <laughs> You've been telling me lies this whole time. <laughs> I, had <a> question. Yes. <laughs> I had a question for you too. Since I haven't seen the original Star Wars trilogy, I was wondering if I need to watch them because I want to watch Star Wars The Force Awakens, but I'm a little intimidated by everything. 
I don't know about the Star Wars universe. I've seen the prequels when I was a kid, so I don't remember them that well, but I recently watched the Star Wars, the Clone Wars animated series and loved it. I just wanted to ask because I'm sure there are others in my boat. Thanks. Grab those gemses and fuck art. Nice. Good. <laughs> He's covered uh, all the bases. Yes. I think you should You should watch them. Look, I think, I think there are certain films that still hold up. Yeah. Short Circuit 2. Short Circuit 2. Generation X, the movie. <laughs> the pilot movie, yeah. The pilot movie. Um... Occasionally, I'll go to there's a there's a cinema in Melbourne called the Astor, mm-hmm. which is closing down soon, which is very sad. Good. Uh, wait a second, but they will run they'll run old films. They might run you know Raiders. They might yeah. do a run of Indiana Jones films or whatever, yeah. and they'll do Raiders. And like you know, people will go in and you know younger people who haven't seen that at all ever. Like yeah. there's people who are, who are in it for the nostalgia value, mm. and I see people go in and just really enjoy. Yeah. Like they still hold up because they're well written and they're you know enjoyable films yeah. and kind of thing. And I think. Star uh, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, definitely would still hold up in yeah. that in that kind of situation. Yeah, I'd say maybe see it on on the biggest screen you can. Sure, like maybe maybe wait for there to you know they'll be, definitely do like a marathon near you or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There'll be a local cinema. It's like hey, come and watch all the Star Wars movies overnight or whatever, and do yeah. that. Do that with a crowd. I think I think that would be really enjoyable. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, you can probably skip three. Yeah, you can probably skip Return of the Jedi. Just know no, you need to, to see everything it. works out fine. Yeah, but you need to see it. Oh, I guess you do. Alright, complete the trilogy. Alright, wait wait for there to be a trilogy release at your local cinema. Yeah. Watch and them all. If you can, try and watch them, I guess, as close to the originals as you can, I guess. Instead of the special editions. Yeah. Not true. that it really matters that much. I mean you they're the same, you get the idea. Yeah, totally, yeah. Um no. but yeah. Yeah, look I think I think they're fun action films. Yeah. So especially Return of the Jedi. You said no. Sorry. I don't say that at all. Did you really? You put lies. In they heard that. your thoughts. So. Oh no. <laughs> uh, hello, James and Mason. I heard. You, um, I heard on Stuff You Should Know podcast that their marketing directly that marketing directly to children was outlawed in Australia many years ago. Is this true? If so, had this affect your buying habits when you were kids? Were toys and collectibles a big thing for you guys as they were for us in the US? As a Gen Xer, I remember being bombarded by Star Wars toys and McDonald's Happy Meals. Uh, commercials as a kid. How about you guys? Cheers from Charlie. P.S. Sorry if I sound like a douche for referring my, to myself as a Gen Xer. No, that's alright. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We're Gen Y, aren't we? Are we? Uh, yeah. t- no, we're, yeah, we're Y. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it stands for yeah. It does. When we were kids, that law, that law did come in, didn't it? But that wasn't in place when we were kids. No, I don't think so. They marketed everything all the time to us. Yeah. A lot of cereals. I think it was pretty similar to the US. I think so. A lot so, of yeah. action figures. Mm-hmm. A lot of Transformers that turned into rocks. Remember those guys? Yeah, the Rock Lords. By the way, did you they know? were GoBots. By the way, they were connected, were they? Yeah, they were. They were a spin-off of the GoBots. The GoBots might be coming a movie, not a joke. Great. <laughs> Imagine if it's a better movie than Transformers. Not hard. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be a better movie? There's no way it could be a work unless it's done by like the Asylum, the guys that uh, do like yeah. Mega Shark no, or Giant Octopus or whatever. Yeah. If it's no, they've got Transmorphers. That it yeah. need. I think. Do Do Hasbro own the GoBots now? I think they do. I think you're right, actually. Oh, then, oh, then maybe it will be as bad. Crossover. But maybe... Okay, how about this? Mm. They don't care about it as much, yeah. so they give it to, like, an unknown director who makes a good movie. Yeah. And they've been, you know, and they're like, we don't understand. Why is it good? You know? <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, definitely. Leader One. Psykill. The one that... The turned, Rock Lords. The one that turned into a car. Yeah. He's a good one. Great. Do they have guys that combine into a bigger guy? Uh, not that I remember. Mm. They had like... That's not true. Yeah, they had like battle suits that they could get into. Okay. Yeah. 
Like so people, re- like I get into clothes to go and do things. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, about that law, I know there was something passed, but there's still, there's so many ways around it. I don't really think that... No, I don't. I, I remember a lot of stuff being marketed to us, yeah, whether that law was in place is, or not. This is relatively recently, though, but I, we don't obviously get up and watch things early in the morning like kids' TV shows. Right. But all the advertising is already in the shows. Like, if you watch whatever kids watch, Ben 10, which I don't think is that popular anymore. You still want to go and buy all the Ben 10 stuff. Boy, do I. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I, yeah, I don't think it makes that big a difference. No. I think the biggest thing was, I think they stopped marketing a lot of sugar cereals. Yeah, totally. Because they don't really push those here as, as much as they do in the States. No, not at all. Yeah, I hate that shit anyway. I'm not fine. Wow. Do you like it? Look, steady on with your trademark rant there, mate. <laughs> We've had enough of it, all right? What cereal do you enjoy? No, I like Frosties. I won't lie to you. Yeah, look, I'm not saying... Great. Yeah, like... You know those Fruit Loops? They're completely inedible. I don't know how. Yeah, no, you're right. Them. You're right. It Garbage. Close my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyway, last email. Anyway, was it? Anyway, yeah, we had a whole bunch of action. Had all the action. Yeah, we had all that just, stuff. Just yeah. pile them up. Just pile, pile them up. up in a trolley, and I'll, I'll take all. Take them all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey James, it's the guy who failed his exams because he didn't revise because he couldn't stop listening to the podcast of the podcast. Nice. I'm going uh, to study English at university next year in the hopes of becoming a journalist, hopefully in the area of film and television. I was hoping, hoping since you're an editor at comicbookmovie.com... This one's for you. I'm going to tune out. <laughs> get back on that ASOS. Good, yeah. Check if that site's loaded. It has. Uh, it's, it's, it's much improved. They fixed it, I think. Uh, if you guys could give me some advice on how to achieve my dreams. Uh, thanks for reading, Alex from the UK. Um, uh, I, I get uh, this question a lot, and uh-huh. I think we should do a Q&A shortly. And look, oh, yeah. I've got no authority on anything, as you uh-huh. know. No, oh, right? I'm aware. <laughs> I've met you. <laughs> but I think the most important thing is obviously an online presence. Yes. You've got to, you, days, go yeah. in, you go in with a bank yeah. of work that you've already done. Yeah. And the thing is as well, you can make enough money off that. Yeah. It'll take years. Right. But you can make money off it. Yeah, and yeah. sites do begin to notice. Like I've, my stuff started some every now and then it gets picked up. Like I had something on Dorkly earlier this yeah, week. Yeah, or IO9 yeah. or one of those. Yeah, okay, great. And that's, and I was really happy. But uh-huh. um. It's you. You got to build something yourself. That's how you. That's yes, how you definitely. get noticed. Yeah, no one's like, going to hand you a job, unfortunately. No, which exactly. Is annoying. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? How dare they? But yeah, no, you're right. In that, you know, I'm I'm sure you know. Back in the day, you probably still had to hustle for work definitely, and that sort of thing. Yeah. But you know, you could get the degree and yeah. and get out there and people would be impressed by that. But they'd like your moxie. They would love your moxie. Yeah. Just kick down that door and demand something. <laughs> But now, like, there's so much out there on the internet for free yeah. that, you know, people, and especially now that a lot of websites are sort of content aggregators, yeah. they don't need to, they don't need to purchase content from anyone. No. They can just be like, hey, this website said this, yeah. and just put the exactly. link. Like, there's very few websites, well, not very few, but less have, like, a writing staff than they used to. Yeah. And like, like, The Escapist, obviously, has a whole lot of people making videos and um, writing articles. Cracked uh-huh. is the same. Yeah. And because they're massive, massive websites. But for comic book movie, which still does very well, yeah. that's all based, the way it works is you post an article and you get the ad revenue from that. Uh-huh. And I only post like two a week. I do the post a podcast and maybe a video. Yep. So I don't get a lot of money from that. It's more the exposure. Sure, yeah. Um, but the way that I got started there was I just posted it because anybody can post user-submitted things. Uh-huh. And I posted a few you know, not really thinking anything of it. And then I made an Iron Man 3, I don't like this movie very much, sure. video. <laughs> and the the the, um, the current editor emailed me and said, hey, do you want to make some stuff for us or whatever? And I was uh-huh. like, Ab- fuck, absolutely, definitely. <laughs> so like... You had to <laughs> quit with the language. Yes, yeah, so You had to do that initially, sure. <laughs> 
So it's just about building up a bank of stuff. And I oh. guess what's that? A th- 10,000 hours of something until you're good at it. Yeah. Is that right? I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah, well, some that's people a really long better, time. But I feel like you've got to practice. You've got to practice and you've got to put stuff out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I also, I read a piece of advice, which was something like, or someone told me, you got to work like there's somebody working 24 hours a day against you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because... Because again, like we said... There are people. There who is just, somebody against. There you. is. There's. Just, I mean, it, you know, it's not. Yeah. There, there's. There's somebody. If you're reviewing movies and you want to make that a career, there's somebody reviewing movies who's just doing it because they love to do that. And they've got fifty times the amount of subscribers. And, yeah. and whatever. And they've got a lot of free time. Exactly. Or whatever. Yeah. And the other thing is, you've got to make it unique to you. Mm. Like, there's a thousand guys who are sitting in front of a webcam with a boring blank wall behind them as they talk about the Fantastic Four trailer. Yeah. And who gives a shit, right? And you're, you've got a boring blank wall and a microphone, <laughs> but you cover up that. Exactly. With, with little animation things. Yeah, that's right. And so you've got to make it so, why would somebody... And swearing. And swearing. Why would somebody come to you over somebody else? Yeah, yeah, totally. And you've got to make that unique. So get out there and be, and make me worse at my job. Yeah. <laughs> Put me out of the job. But yeah, I, I don't know. That, that's kind of how you do it. Or be rich and know somebody. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, you, you basically, I've only like started to make money off YouTube now in the past probably six months. Uh-huh. But I do this and like... And that occasionally will be cut off all of a sudden. That's right, for if no you, reason. If you break a rule suddenly or like or, somebody complains, <laughs> somebody's like, I don't like what you said about the Winter Soldier. He's my favourite. I'm going to report you for racism or whatever. <laughs> and then they just they just dump you from YouTube. Yeah, yeah that's so, it. Yeah. So it could be taken away at any point, yeah. but... But I got to that point where I'm making some money uh-huh. and through the Patreon and whatever is um, slash Mr. Sunday Movies. For, you oh, know, yeah, patreon.com slash Mr. Yeah. Sunday Movies, yeah. Because I, I work at this, like, I have a regular job and I get home and I do this till, like, midnight. Then I go to bed and I get up and I check the you news. You dream about comic book I, movies. I do, yeah. And then I, like, and I and then I look at it in the morning and then maybe the lunchtime at work I'll go and make something and then I'll come back. And, sure. Like... So, oh, I try to make so if you can hate your co-workers, yeah, that's exactly, good, and then avoid right. them. Like, I try to make it, like, I'd make it breezy and fun, and I enjoy doing it. Yep. But, like, I literally put, like, every spare second of my time into this. Yeah, yeah. And, but, I'm not saying you have to do that, mm. but there has to be some level of dedication. Yeah. You'd have more spare time before and after this podcast if I showed up on time. <laughs> but you're like, show up at eight, and I'm like, okay... And then it's eight thirty, and you're like, "Uh, that's fine. It yeah. doesn't matter." I, I've kind of, I forgot to factor that in. So. <laughs> I figured <laughs> shouldn't have said that though, because now I'll show up at night. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's just yeah, work hard and stuff, I guess. And yeah. then, of course, there's no guarantees. You also kind of have to be slightly good at something, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. But I'm sure you'll be the best. Absolutely, you, Mason. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, yeah, believe in your dreams. Um, that's the show for this week. Absolutely. Um, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk for the themes. Yeah. Thank you to Golden Legend. Yes. For the logo and for the t-shirts. Yeah, for the t-shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go to redbubble.com. Yeah. Or if you just type in the Weekly Planet t-shirts. Um, Probably the first result. The first result. Yeah. And people have been sending us pictures of them wearing that stuff and it's with great. mugs and whatever. So yeah, yeah. We might do another giveaway. At iPhone some point, cases, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Everywhere. It's pretty great. Yeah, so pretty... thank you to those people. Yeah. Um, like I said, I'm gonna. I've not seen one in the wild yet. Yeah. But first, first person I see, 
I'm going to get a sweet photo, put it up on Twitter. Second person gets a punch in the face. <laughs> then I'm just going to alternate. Yeah. So you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know. Yeah. I, I, you know what? If I see someone wearing it, I don't know if I'd actually stop them. I reckon I'd just keep going. I, I think yeah. you'd follow them creepily for a while to see would, what they're yeah. up to. <laughs> this is good. You know, it was weird when I went and saw the the Plumbing the Death Side guys. I've never met anybody who knows who I am right. through the internet. Uh-huh. And that was really kind of bizarre, but kind of, kind of nice. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Sure. And that was no, they're really good guys. Anyway, great stuff. Uh, next week, I don't know. What talk about we're talking about comic book movie stuff. Probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Why don't we? Yeah. Uh, you can find us on the internet. Yes. At uh, uh, Weekly Planet Pod at Facebook and Twitter and Gmail. I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. You can find me on Dorkley because I'm a big time YouTube celebrity. Oh, jeez, this guy. <laughs> It's gone in your head already. If you uh, could email in and knock him down a peg or two, that would be great. That'd be real good. What uh, else we got? Uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. Patreon.com slash yep. Mr. Sunday Movies. And my wanna. YouTube channel and Twitter as well. Subscribe, tell people about the show. I don't know. Yeah, at a certain point, the the plugs at the end are going to be longer than the actual show. Yeah. And then we end. Exactly. We're done. Like, we stop then. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Anything else? We got anything else to plug? Nah, probably not. That'll do it. Yeah. Let's just all just have a good time. Yeah, mate. Oh, is that our new sent? Is that our new sign off? I guess. Hey, so. let's everybody have a good time. I guess. <laughs> grab the gems. Yeah, grab, that, grab gem. that gem. That's what we say. Hashtag. All right, grab that gem. Bye, guys. See you guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.